Yes, uh, how are you doing, you two producers? Hey, are you producing shows or reproducing babies? Now that is a boss. Gentlemen, we're here. We're back. Shit show, baby. How you guys doing? Pretty swell. How about yourself? Living life, man. Living large. My shop. Jack, you're back on the pod, baby. It's been a long time. Dude, you've been running the behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Actually, both of you guys. Yeah. I would not be have a business without you, so appreciate you guys. Yep. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. So we got a lot of things to cover. The first thing we're going to do hand it over to the boy though b will wait on you brother but jackie boy's got a got a little bit of a sky king so i saw one of the most inspiring things today i woke up a little bit hungover from having some drinky winkies mm-hmm. and i saw this on reddit it's this guy i don't have a lot of background on it i think he was 29 at the time his name is richard something you can yeah we'll get it. the wikipedia no i got it yeah yeah but he was a like ground services, like a maintenance guy for like a uh, like an airport, mm-hmm. and he took he like he commandeered or like hijacked, not like hijacked, like there was nobody in the plane, but he took like a like a like one of those like twin prop, um, airplanes. Yep, and he just like joyrided it, and there's this whole recording of him and like. I think it's an air traffic controller trying to like talk him down. I know exactly they what you're talking. I they know they think that talking. he's like a terrorist or whatever, but he's not. Like he doesn't like. And he com- just this is a complete savage. He yep. just ended up like crashing into like like a like like pretty much like an unhab uninhabited island, like in the Puget Sound or something like that. But at the time, they were worried because there was some sort of concert or something that was going on, and they thought that he was going to crash the plane into the concert. So they had like these. Uh, like fighter jets or whatever, like trailing him the entire time. And there's like this recorded audio of the, of like the back and forth between the guy. All right, here, let me. Yeah, and it's it's just really. And everyone standing crazy. by for departure, just hold, uh, hold on with me for a second. Here's you. Right, zero seven, zero. Approach, welcome, final runway one six, right? Welcome. Man, I'm a ground service agent. I don't know what that is. Clear to Portland, Seattle 6 is filed up to 7,017. Start it up, get it to go. Uh, in a couple hours, I guess. But um, yeah, I wouldn't know how to land it. I wasn't really planning on So the guy that's talking right now is the guy that's hijacked it. So the guy that's saying, like, I don't know how to land it is the guy that actually, like, took the plane and is flying it around. So, okay, so let me regroup on this. So this guy, he was an air traffic controller. No, he's not an air traffic controller. He was like a uh, like a ground services That's guy, like I mean. a maintenance yeah. dude. What are those like, guys called with the wands? I'm not sure. Um, no, he wasn't like a wand guy. He was like... But he was on the tarmac, you're saying? Yeah, he was like on the tarmac. I think but, I might be familiar with... Is this... Did he end up doing like a barrel roll and then... Yeah, he did a yes, barrel I, roll. I, I saw this flying around and then he ran out of fuel and then he just crashed. Yeah. Okay, so what is the scenario where you're like, okay, I have zero plane experience. I'm just going to send it. I'm just going to get into a plane. Like, I work at the airport. I'm just going to get into a plane. Like, what's the night before for this guy? That's uh, what I'm For him, it, I think, unfortunately, it was 
like depression suicide kind of uh that was like the angle oh no so this was like not like some innocent thing no i think he didn't plan on coming back Oh, like and that. that's what he just said on the. Vi- I mean, yeah. we don't. I guess yeah, we don't have watch, to run If back. you watch more of the, if you watch more of the video, he talks about. He like he brings up like his job and like and like earning minimum wage and shit like. He's not going to be a bravo over the until the officer sent off. Knows how to fly one of those aircraft, but uh, we'll see what we can do and get you in contact with somebody. All right. Um. Yeah, I just kind of want to do a couple maneuvers. <laughs> to see what I can do before I put her down. You know. Then departure, boy. Four six four. So these are like, so these are like videos that people like were, because as this was unfolding, he was flying around and people were filming from around the area. Uh, you know. And they clipped it together. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh man. It gets crazier too. He's about to go into the. Yeah, he's low. Uh, He's very low. You know. I uh. Hold on. Shoot, man. I'm sorry about this. I hope this doesn't ruin your day. Dude, I hope this doesn't ruin your day. Yeah, he's like so lucid. It's so weird, right? Yeah. Okay, so what needs to happen for this to happen, dude? You got to be in, yeah, like you were saying, not the well, best mental. Towards the scenario. end of the clip I saw, um, it was like a more condensed version of that YouTube video. Yeah, this um, is the full, this is the extended. Yeah. He was like, oh, let's chalk it up to like low wages. He was like, if, he's like, hopefully something about corporate. Like he, he was kind of like. Yeah, he talked about his job. Yeah. Apparently that's why he was he was pissed now. I hate to go there, but is this why you need to have a fulfilling job? Well, the thing was apparently he got that job so he could travel, but then it was like like maybe a money issue or something like that. I'm so I mean, but it's like he's got extenuating circumstances, probably. Like he didn't he his he life is not a plane, I imagine dialed, you know, extenuating circumstances yeah. Yeah. got going on. Yeah, there's some kind of circumstances, right? That's yeah. that's crazy Definitely. though, man. But you the crazy thing is just like how casual he is. It's about GTA the though. Exchange. Like this is GTA. Yeah, like yeah. he's acting like he's in GTA. I think and that, talking that like there, he's in GTA. I think there's a moment. Where, I hope this doesn't ruin your gay guys. Uh, yeah. I'm in GTA, crashing a plane into he, a fucking building. There's a there's a bite where he says something along the lines of, "Yeah, I played some video games. Like I know how to do yeah. this." Like he yeah, yeah he mentions that yeah. So he he was definitely numb to the situation. Probably like I think it was one of I mean speculating like one of the situations where he probably like looked at those planes every day at his job and thought about doing exactly what he ended up doing because like day. microsoft yeah. like like flight sim or something like that too like you can yep. basically learn how to fly a plane just from that yeah no. you know? for just from a simulator yeah right. yeah, yeah yeah oh shit what was the yeah you'll know this movie it's the movie uh you'll know the actor too he's a very famous actor but uh he has to fly the plane because the pilot dies while he's in the cockpit did you watch this Whoa, movie no. so this guy so the begin oh, uh, spoiler alert so they open the movie and they're doing some kind of barbecue cook-off and it's like a nice like cute kind of family vibe and he's been learning to fly uh it's not called flight but it's something kind of along those lines wait is Denzel washington no that's the that's the be- that movie is fantastic <laughs> what is that movie called um Let's God, check that one out. I fucking forget. Uh, no, no, no. That no, movie's no. insane. Where he like does coke and like shots of whiskey before he flies a plane. No, it is called Flight. Flight. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. called Flight. Yep. That's that movie's insane. Denzel Washington's so good. It sucks that he's slowing down. He's such a talented uh, actor. Yeah, I love Denzel, man. I love Denzel. Denzel. He just he makes you. Uh, what's the movie with the Bible with the book? Book of uh, Eli. Book of Eli. Yeah, such. I mean, I don't even know what he's. I don't even know what the movie's about. I just love to see. It's about the apocalypse, dude. Yeah, man, it's the end of the world. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Mila Kunis is in it as well. 
and Gary Oldman. Ooh. Bangers. Yeah. No, no, they uh they load up they load up these fucking I mean they don't do it as much anymore. I feel like now they load up movies, but they you don't max they don't maximize the character's potential. Because mm-hmm. like the budget for the movie is higher than than the talent and the ability of the person writing for that actor. Yeah. And so you're writing for like six of the best actors ever. And yeah. then you have to like you know, you ha- it's not going to be as good as if you just had two really good people. Like, because you want to have a main and then you want to have the support. Uh, I think Wind River is a great example of that, Wind where it's River like all their River, supports yeah. are good, but they don't take over the movie mm-hmm. and the writing's good enough. I don't know, yeah. man. You tell me, Jack, but you're kind of more of a cinephile than me. But I feel like there's like a kind of name, not like name dropping, but they basically like throw the person in there. Because they have the budget, but then they don't have the actual talent to write for it. Yeah, Sully's a big Jeremy Renner fan. Love Jeremy Renner, dude. <laughs> Jeremy See him Renner. with a motherfucking sniper. I'm like, let's go, brother. Jeremy Renner's a big uh, Ryan Sullivan actor. <laughs> what other actors do you like? Like who? Who? Like who's your you top know- five? Jack, you you know my my probably top three. What do you think of Tom Cruise? I mean, I liked. I just watched the what's the one where he's a Nazi? Valkyrie. Just watched it two days ago. So sick, right? So good, man. So sick. So good. So have sick. you seen this no, movie? I haven't man? seen it. No. Yeah, man. I don't know. You might and be able to Tom explain Cruise, it. Yeah. And it's Tom Cruise, like, you know, he has to kind of be the man, and he refuses to do a German accent. So they don't like really none of the actors commit to any sort of German accent. But like, do they still have to like refer to like to Hitler as the Führer? No, but you're you know? serious. Like you're you're saying that they act, asked him to do a German accent and he refused. That's what you're saying. No, 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 no. He not that he refused, but oh, it's just okay. like it just, just like just wasn't part it. of the movie. Yeah. Like it's just like a funny part of the movie that it's just like you know, like he's just like you know, I'm not going to betray the Führer. You know, like you know, for no. Germany. You know, and it's just like and it's just Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so Hitler had fifteen. It's a true story. Yeah, though. No, it's, it's a insane. true story. Yeah. Hitler insane. had like fifteen assassination attempts on him, right? Yeah. And so Tom Cruise in the movie is spoiler, but it's 2008. You fucking if you guys watch movies, you should have seen it. It was a one. while ago. It's yeah, 2008, it was and like, it's like, you should have seen it. Is it really 2008? It is, which is insane. That's It wild. looks so good for 2008. I thought it was it like amazing. 2011. It's a little bit, you can kind of tell that the cinematics are, like, you can kind of tell that the, that, like, you can see that it's, it's years so pretty staged. Yeah. yeah. But there's some, that's one of the more impressive movies. What mm-hmm. is Pineapple Express is way later than that, right? No, nah, it might be similar time period. Yeah, 2010 or? Uh, no, nah, I think it's. Is that past Valkyrie? Why is Valkyrie so old? That's like, that's almost like a Mandela effect yeah, thing. Where it's it like, is a full fucking Mandela effect. Where it's I, just, like, I just typed in pineapple. It's like Valkyrie was made in like 1975. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. How did I get that? Dude, I'm pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty good. We got Pineapple Express for 2008. So think about this. Valkyrie, Valkyrie and Pineapple Express both happened in the same year. Wild. wild. And the economy was taking a dump that year, too. Oh, my dude. gosh, yeah. The economy was getting destroyed. But they made all these movies in 2006. The economy was dumping. Dumping. Yeah. I love Pineapple Express, man. No, it's, it's a good a, one. But, but it's one of those movies that... Yeah, it's a stoner movie. I feel like non-stoners still enjoy the movie. But it's it's uh, it's one of those that you always mention. You're like, this movie's great. But you don't actually go back and like watch it all the time or anything mm. like that. I like maybe watch it once every... Two years or a year. I think the last time I watched it was, yeah, probably within three to five years ago. Okay. Like, not in the immediate past. There's no, no way. banger is Step Brothers. Always a oh, banger. Yes, that's classic. Yeah, guess the year. Let's guess the year on Step Brothers. Oh, five? Yeah, I'm going 06. So. 
Eight, two? Whoa. Oh my god, dude. Wow. 2008 was the best year for movies. Step Brothers, Valkyrie, Pineapple Express. Step Brothers, <laughs> Valkyrie. <laughs> you know, the, the Tom Cruise vehicle where he tries to kill Hitler. What year did Steve... But then he ultimately fails, spoiler alert, <laughs> and gets shot by other Nazis. Yeah, but then Damn. yeah, but then the other guy walks in front of him to get shot first, which is ballsy. But they all die in the end. They all die uh, in the end, but they say to the guys, though, they were like, you're going to pay for this, and then obviously the Nazis yeah, do go down. Yeah, it. they all pay for As it, motherfucker. Fuck hindsight, hindsight 2020, they paid for it. They didn't have comedy Harder back then, right? Anybody. Like, did yeah. German... They didn't have comedy. Do all cultures have like? I no. think because well, there's a jet like there's like a jester. If you look back That's into like, like certain civilizations, yeah, like yeah. there's like the jet like there was a comedian, but they weren't called obviously comedians, but they were like the person who made fun of everything, and that was like a role that you had in right. society back in the theatrical but that times. That was like when they, government, like that was through the crown, you know. And like you're talking just like random anybody doing comedy. Like did Germany have that at that time? That I have no. I doubt Germany had any type of comedy. Germany. German? Germans. <laughs> We're going to see German had Germany had German humor. It's is that what the conversation's about? Uh, let me switch it. Okay, so German humor is the conventions of comedy and its cultural <laughs> meaning within the country <laughs> of Germany. Huh. I, uh, Wikipedia, we understand. Um, some German humorists such as... Okay, so they have terrible comedy. We've never heard of any of these people. America is the... America is the home of comedy, man. German. I don't think Germans have uh, three comedy Americans the same way that we do. This is terrible. We've never heard of these yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you don't Dude, know these German. German. No. Uh, American reviews of anything is we've never heard of these people. Honestly, <laughs> haven't heard of them. Probably we suck. haven't heard of them. Probably you? suck. Speaking of comedy, yeah. Silverman. When you want to become relevant when you're 53, you have to criticize an AI platform. So if you want to become relevant when you're a comedian who's not a star. You've, you've. I mean, you were there at one point, but it's don't over. Don't say that. Don't say that in front of Brandon. He's a huge Sarah Silverman I fan. Very well, might be. It's, it's possible. Do you know? Like, do you know? Have you ever like heard her? Like, I don't know about her stand up to me. There was times where we hung time. out where he recited her album like completely oh, word, word by word. word. And yeah. he's a vinyl. He said he has signed vinyl. He's yeah. signed vinyl. Mm -hmm. I have her hair. But doesn't that fuck with the vinyl <laughs> if you sign it right on the? No, not in the vinyl. It's on the cover. Mm. It's like Cat Stevens, dude. Ah, we, that's how he has it. Yeah. Mm, yes. Exactly, yeah. dude. Exactly. But I think it's crazy. I mean, this just opens up the floor to, or opens up the conversation of AI in general and just the fact that, like, ChatGPT is going to have... It's like, I, I don't know. I'm not that impressed with it. I, f I think a lot of people get kind of captivated by... What are you impressed by? Oh, that's a good question. What does impress you? I think, um, yeah. Maybe of... before we go forward in this conversation, really, <laughs> what's, what's the, the metric for you being impressed? You know, I don't know. Dude. We don't That's really a good know. Question. Uh, I think. I think what I'm impressed by is uh, everything that I'm personally interested in, where which I can't quantify. Like what I'm saying is like there's things that I okay. I, it's taste, right? Taste is a you're, you have a certain taste, you have a certain subjective. taste, I do. Yeah. Sub, the subjective stuff, I'm impressed by things subjectively where I can't be like, this is objectively why this is impressive. Right. Yeah. Then I have the objective things that I'm impressed by, which is like feats of, you know, basically... Feats like, of strength? Feats of strength, coming from nothing. Strength? Entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. minimalism, taking advantage of your life, wearing only black t-shirts, 
minimalism in the most cluttered room in the world. It's essentialism, actually. I'm more of an essentialist. Mm. It's not too bad. This isn't too cluttered. You know, it's lived. When in. you it's have not a cluttered, when you're living just, in a studio, it's a lot of bubbish. You know, I mean, when you're living inside of your studio. That's an add-on to the Reddit motherfuckers, yeah, dude. We out here in the studio. No, we live in the studio. Dude, do we live in the if you don't live in the gym. So what's you this die in what's the gym. this lawsuit about that she's suing like an AI? That's where yeah, let's get for, back to Sarah. What, what happened with Sarah? For co-opting her material or something? Yeah, is that so, what it is? Uh I'll pull up the article. I have it up, but uh it's basically the cliff notes of it is I guess you can I see. I don't know how it happened. We're gonna have to pull this up. But she had the. I guess ChatGPT gave a joke, spit out a joke that was one of her jokes, oh. and now she's suing OpenAI. But the thing with OpenAI is that I don't even think they make any money. We'll look that up too. But I don't. I don't think they're like a profitable. They're like one of these. You know, like Spotify. Spotify's never made a dollar. Yeah. Like they've never made a profit. You know. So these companies can exist by just funding more funding and more funding and more funding. Because OpenAI, ChatGPT four, man, is fucking free. Like, how do you make money off it? Like, there's not even an ad. Well, what? So, what was the context? Like, what was the input prompt that gave out something that she claims was her? Keep talking, and I'll owns, let you know. You know, because okay, like, yeah, keep talking. When it's the opposite, like, <laughs> say, like, there's an artist like Drake, and there's a song made, and it's a Drake AI song. It's and, actually a good, a good. You know, Drake. It's example. a little different of a situation. He didn't. That's not something he claims he's written or made before. That's yeah. something that is to emulate him. But she's saying. Someone put a prompt in and it pushed something out that is something that she actually wrote before, like a joke that she's done. The case for base. The case for base is the case against OpenAI. Shouts out Wealth Warehouse. Shout shouts out Wealth Warehouse, man. Don't I hope they I mean that would make my day if they watch this. The case against OpenAI alleges that without the author's consent, their copyrighted materials were ingested. It's an interesting term to use and used to train ChatGPT. The case against Meta, which owns Facebook and Instagram, concerns its AI system initially released to a small group of users. Primarily, I don't need the background in OpenAI. The authors claim their books appear in a data set compiled compiled by another organization. Compiled, compiled, which was used Whoa. to train the Lama L L A M A system. Classic. Heard of them before. BBC Bastards. is difficult to read. Do British people read different? They do. Yeah, they're smarter than us. <laughs> British people read different? <laughs> hey, man, one question for you. My favorite man is sublime. Do British people read different? Y'all read different? <laughs> uh, but uh, other legal experts have questioned whether OpenAI can be said to have copied books. Uh, this is nothing about Sarah Silverman. I think we have I don't to care about article. this because I hate books. I feel you. Jack eats books. Books are dumb. comedians laugh off hey, AI's a effect question, on Brandon, When's the last time you read a book? All the way through. All the way through. Um, December. I bet December. Fuck. But it was. Mm. Uh, ask ask me how long the book was. Three pages. No, it was like it was maybe like fifty something pages. It wasn't like a novel. Like it, oh, was, it wasn't even. It was like fifty pages. It's like a cookbook. It was, it was what a, was the book be? It was um a book of somebody's life experience. It was a memoir. A memoir. Yeah. Whose memoir? Mine Um a, f- <laughs> a friend of mine, um uh, their mother um wrote a memoir. Um yeah. Was she significant? Yeah, she is significant. All right. Um, in the Let's go. New Jersey community. Yeah, topic. yeah, for sure. Um it's so uh, we make the podcast live, baby. Yeah, no. Um she has uh 
you know, been through a lot. She was a uh, young single mother and um, she talks a lot about her experience. Um, she's a Christian with God and, uh, you know, um, trials and tribulations that she's been through. And yeah, uh, really cool book. So shout out. I'll link it in the show notes. Jack. Yeah. Show notes. Dumbelina Newsome. Dumbelina Newsome. I have yep. no idea. Oh, That's the, her name. Uh, I'll put it in there. All right. Yep. Perfect. We got the dream team. That's right. I'll toss it in there. Toss it. Uh, have you guys read On Writing by Stephen King? Fantastic what? memoir. It's good. It's a, uh, it's a, it's Stephen King's life. Obviously, it's his memoir, you know, mm-hmm. wrote from, he wrote it. Um, but it's also interjected in, in, uh, includes like tips and tactics on how he wrote his books like he has his he does it throughout the sections of his life but then he also includes like how you can take a lot stories. Yeah, 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 it's interesting like Cujo he was like and it's like if you want to write mm. something that is spooky like what do you do you know like what are the steps and he'll tell you what to do he'll tell you what wow. to do son what up first you need a Ouija board you know and then you're gonna sit in a dark Fuck room that shit do you believe in Ouija boards? Oh, this is good. Do you guys believe in Ouija boards? I mean, so you're really ultimately asking. Do okay, we so he, in here's the thing with with Ouija boards, right? So like, people will be like, "I don't believe in Ouija boards," and it's like, "Go do one in your house," and people will never do it. Well, there's stigmas. Would in... you do it? Would you do a Ouija board in here? I have a story for this. Whenever. Um, would you I... do a Ouija board in your house or your apartment or where you well, live and the, sleep? What's the circumstances in terms? Like, am I alone? Do you believe in Ouija boards? Um. Ouija boards. I I mm-hmm. I'm not someone that likes to proclaim that I don't believe in something because I am not quite sure. You know, I'm not. Like, You're more agnostic not, to these type of ideas. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sold yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never witnessed anything with a Ouija board. What personally. about you? You don't believe in it. When I was in middle school, uh, I had. We where had. Did you go to middle school? Bro, fucking represent H Town, baby. Holland Township. Let's go. I just want to hear you hear it. So, Holland Township, baby. Let's go represent. So, when I was in middle school, we had, it was called the, uh, the name is going to come to me, so I'll fill in the details before I get to the name. Uh, It was the Afterlife Associates. It was called the Afterlife Associates. And we had a, it was me, Riley, and Vito. And we would go to Riley's house because he was under the impression somebody died in his house. So in the workshop and so downstairs in the basement of the house was a just like a standard kind of work. It just had like a workbench where you, you know, work woodwork or whatever. Sort of like a workshop. Yeah, but it wasn't like a full work. It wasn't like a garage. It was more like like a a whole shop. It was just a work area. It was a work area. So we would go down there and we would shoot because I had night vision goggles. So I would shoot. And I would, we would just see light orbs. What but, kind of night vision goggles? Um, cheap ones, like pretty cheap ones, like 50, 100 bucks, like nothing crazy. Like stuff where it's like a kid's toy, mm-hmm. but it's actually night vision. And you can record but onto an like SD card. it's like spy kids shit, you know? Yeah, it's spy kids shit, but it's actual night vision. Like it does record night vision. Yeah. And then it puts it on an SD card and I can put that in the computer and I would upload it. So yeah. Afterlife Base. Associates, that yeah. was our whole thing. Yeah. And we would go down there in the basement because we would be all kind of, we would literally watch Ghost Adventures. Before and after, we which did is this. an amazing show. It's one of the best, dude. It's, it's one, one of the best. best. Uh, like reality, like Those that's a reality TV show. Have been going for what? I think they have like 27, 28 seasons. Yeah, is that TLC. Insane, what, what's that? Um, I think uh, Discovery. 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 And yeah. now it's on HBO Max. They merged. It's yeah. on HBO Max, and it is on one of the TV stations. Does it's not History, but it's around the History Channel. It's one of those Lifetime or no, it's something like that. 
Yeah, but it's not Discovery. It's like one of the offshoots of Discovery. Ma- Discovery. No, not Spike. Well, Discovery Spike ate is up, gone. Uh, Discovery like ate up like history and TLC and all that shit. Like it's all yeah. under Discovery. Yeah, I mean, but that I mean, I did not know that media's gone, baby. I did not know. We're that. off of that. So we had this, you know, little afterlife association. We would, you know, you know. Trying to find ghosts, bro. Bounce those ghosts out. Bounce those ghosts out, bro. Bounce those ghosts out. Yeah, we were probably eighth grade, seventh grade, okay. eighth grade. And so we go so to Riley's dumb. house, go down in the basement, and and this was the the full buildup of the entire thing was that we were eventually gonna do a Ouija board. Because we'd be shooting videos. I had a flip camera and mm-hmm. the and the and the uh night vision goggles. Mm. We would see orbs, so we were just like sold orbs, on, We were yeah. sold on the orbs. Like yeah. the orbs is a ghost. That's it's a, ghost. a ghost. This was through the flip it's camera specifically? You captured the orbs. It was the flip and the uh the night vision was way more orbs. But the orbs like did one camera capture them more often than the other? The night vision for sure. Yeah. yeah, the night vision captured the orbs. And so we one time um, we just did it, man. We went in the workshop. We closed the door, locked it, locked ourselves in, and we Ouija'd ripped up. the Ouija. Yeah, Ouija'd yeah. up, man. And and like it, it moved, you know, and it did whatever it did. But I don't know what it said. I don't remember what it said. But I mean, I think the Ouija board concept itself, like whether it's the mind playing, you're playing a trick on yourself, yeah, or whether it's actually happening, it's pretty crazy either way. So whether it's unveiling to you that it's an aspect of your human mind wanting something to happen or if it's actually contacting something that's paranormal it's still weird it's impressive but it's more so weird either way yeah either but you way. wouldn't it do it you. where you slept i would right? i would do it where i slept i would never touch a ouija board ever so you're pretty far into the you're i'm not far into it I no but fuck, i'm saying you why fuck with it well, what's what's the huge benefit no, why fuck with it what's the huge benefit uh, to receive information, and you know, mm-hmm. but what if it's what if it's somebody like so? Like my mom is dead, right? Yep. So what if I like do this whole Ouija thing where I'm like I'm gonna try and contact my mom, and it's like I'm your mom, and it's like, but what if it's just somebody just lying? Yeah, but you're you you're manipulated. But you're sure. yeah, but you're not taking it for on face value. It's a motherfucking Ouija board. I'm not interested. No, that's that's fair. That's <laughs> no, no, fair. I'm saying that's fair. But I'm saying like you, we don't know if we don't know the source, we can't assume. What the source is? Why are would we getting tricked out? Would you do like a out? Ouija board alone in here? Like, like right? You sleep right over there. Like, would you do one in here? I'm saying alone? it that I would on the podcast, but I know that I wouldn't. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I'm saying is <laughs> yeah. that people are like, it's fucking like you know bullshit or whatever. Like, it's probably bullshit, but I would never touch one or I'd never do mm. one like alone, like in my fucking place of you know business or yeah. where I sleep. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I, 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 I mean, I get that. I, I, I get that. I think. It is a combination. I think the fact this is the problem with ghosts. Okay. The problem with ghosts. <laughs> the problem with ghosts. This is the problem. The problem with ghosts is that it's not. There, we can't. It's not like aliens. Okay. So yeah. the thing with aliens is that there's a lot of videos. There's a ton of like. If you want to believe in aliens, it's really easy. The government is even like we don't know what these things are. You there's a lot of things that you can point to that you don't even have to look into, and you can just cherry pick and be like, this is it. Yeah. The government is not coming out being like this is here's the ghost that we found mm. you know what i'm saying so ghosts are a much harder sell than say aliens or something like that like when it comes to all the things that people love to conspiratorialize and you know talk about being real ghosts is much harder now the 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 good thing about ghosts though is because we know that everybody dies so we know and if most people i would assume believe in some kind of soul or something like that so that makes ghosts plausible but what doesn't make ghosts plausible is that they're not 
they don't live in other galaxies that we know do exist. So I that's feel like the in popular culture, though, they have a pretty good presence. Like maybe Uh-oh. not in reality, but Uh-oh. like just in terms of like Uh-oh. ghosts do exist. They yeah, yeah. Well, but there's aliens versus predator. Like aliens exist in popular mm-hmm. culture. Like they these yeah, things yeah, all 100%. exist, you know. But I think that um just the fact that that idea exists in like films and TV shows and things that books, you know, that we've consumed, um, you know, there's going to be a percentage of people that believe in it naturally, you know, that are exposed to those things. So it depends what your belief system is. I was just listening to a podcast on, it was like a pretty philosophical podcast about how the theory of evolution is outdated and how it doesn't account for all of these things that are proven by science. And it's this whole thing, but it's like the, we are just, we are just basing the like the baseline reality on just what on the assumptions we believe growing up that we just that people give us right yeah and so then when it starts to change all of the assumptions that we believe were backed up over like years year after year after year like everything like okay history is this way this is the same history you you, you learn for five to ten years it's the same thing yeah but now when you go off on your own into the world there's cha- there's challenges to those beliefs. But there's nobody around. Like, there's not like everybody's around and being like, yeah, man, like, that's what happened. George Washington crossed the Delaware. And like, there's there's like 30 people that are all nodding their heads to that when you're growing up. But then once you get out there, and especially with the internet that has all of these, you know, theories, and then like 100 ways for people to back them up. Mm -hmm. Now you're kind of on an island. You're like on your own. And you're just out and it's you and then like the rest of the internet to back you up. But there's not like the physical people. Right. To do it. So I think that's the why, like, the aliens, you know, the, you know, ghosts or, like, any of these type of things. Ghosts. Ghosts. It's, it's kind of hard. It's much harder to get behind. So there's you kind of have to stray on your own path. And But then you need to join a group. Yeah. There's groups. You know, Facebook, uh, Discord, um, you know. Uh, Ghost Discords. Yeah. You know, ghost Discord. Discord. Ghost Facebook communities. Yeah. But, dude, can we just get real with fucking... And Bigfoot, too, man. Like, those shows are... There's, they've never found anything. The Bigfoot anything. shows are bullshit. Yeah. You're saying more than the ghost shows. <sighs> those are rough, man. <laughs> ghost shows versus Bigfoot, All, all I baby. have to say is someone that's worked in television and production, you can't plan shit like that to happen, you know? And everything is very planned when it comes to production. So, well, there's also a lot of criteria too that they do for Bigfoot, where they're like, I remember like through watching that, like especially when I visit my grandparents, they watch like a lot of like, uh, like uh, Discovery and those sort of like those sort of channels, and they would have those Bigfoot hunting channel, uh, Bigfoot hunting shows, and they would say like, oh, like, you know, like you hear this crack in the middle of the woods, and that's because like Bigfoot like picks up like a. a a, a big piece of wood <laughs> yeah. and he hits it against like a tree right. like that's something that he does um you know because it's 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 part of something you know like some ritual or whatever that he needs to do yeah um so they use that to sort of like you know that's like their evidence but i'm like wait like that's just evidence that you just like self-ordained it's super know? loose yeah and what i'm trying to say is everyone that shows up to shoot this show they have a day rate there's money. That's oh being yeah, the actual cameramen are like, yeah, they're yeah, rolling their eyes probably producers, the entire time. You know, everyone that's on set that day is being paid. <laughs> they can't not have something happen. They're gonna make yeah. something mm-hmm. fucking happen. You know what I mean? They don't yeah. have to believe to make something yeah. happen either. Which you know, is, yeah. so that's yeah. Those shows are heavily built onto the ideas, you know, and they play off of them really well. Um, there's not a lot of tangible shit occurring, you know. 
So no, yeah. and whatever you can get, whatever you can get, they're gonna take. Yeah. So if you have, like you said, a pen drops or a stick falls, that's something you're gonna chalk it up. Yes, a hundred percent. Bigfoot. That doesn't help. The go- that doesn't help ghosts and Bigfoot. It also and alien doesn't people. change that Ghost Adventures is like a top ten show. Yeah. No, doesn't. No, but it's an entertainment show. Zach it's not Baggins a- is like Zach. That's his name, dude. I followed best, him on Twitter since day one, dude. One of the best. Uh, you know television hosts probably ever and you're gonna see zach you're gonna see like look up like zach bagan's like season one of ghost adventures this guy looks so fucking ridiculous like if you look back at how he was in the beginning it's like there's no shot that he would ever have a show that would last a quarter of a century it's not him right jack this is not the right. It's him, right? No, that's him. Okay, here. Let me pop over so that people can see it. Oops. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Zach Baggins reveals why this this is wait, the scariest what, what, what season was of your, Ghost Adventures. What did you type into there? Like, uh, I, I typed Baggins? his name wrong. Definitely, majorly wrong. Yeah, type type in Zach Baggins season one, Ghost Adventures. You'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, look at this guy. His hair was so hard, there was, a, there was a silhouette <laughs> from the... What year is this we're looking at right here? This, this I want to say like 2000, right? like 2000, look at that. Oh my goodness. Look at that. Yeah, bro. If you, if you took your hand and you smash it on his head, it would, it would shoot right through your fucking <laughs> palm. That's crazy. You'd be mortally wounded. Oh my God. You'd fucking bleed out on the pavement. Yeah, Look, I hope he has a brother. There's another one where you can see like the uh, like you know there's like a there's like a silhouette from the like the the crest of his. You're saying like a shadow. From yeah, his for, yeah, hair, a shell, yeah. a shadow from like his you know because it's so hard gel. Twitter profile. Yeah, for and that's a while. the other thing too. He would take the the hair on his sides. He would <laughs> shove it down and push it forward like a like a. a Roman, How important is hair in like terms Roman, of attracting uh, ghosts? Yeah. Very, so I don't know this guy's backstory. I don't know if he's had actual anecdotal experience seeing ghosts and what makes. I him guarantee you, he's a hundred percent authentic about everything he believes. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe he that. Really what I'm believe trying to ghosts. say in terms of all this. Authenticity is how do you replicate that in a way that you can create a production schedule where you're going to tell someone next week you're working five days and you're going to be the assistant cameraman on the show and we're going to see this thing and we're going to have lunch at three o'clock and then at four o'clock we're going to see the ghost and then we'll probably wrap at 10. Like, how well, that's do you, why people how do you say schedule they said shit they, around that is what that, I'm that, saying. That's like, like the idea is that people say that they said they set it up so that the evidence is sort of like sequence, you know, each episode, but... The thing is, is like as the audience, I never like to take that POV. Like I always like to to watch it. Like oh, it's like actually a hundred percent genuine, you know? I, yeah, but I've heard that. And it, no, no, and it makes sense. Like when I no, think but there's about a it there's way. a con- that's called there's a certain concept that ha- that concept has a name where you assume you you uh, understand and play into the fact that it's not real, so you can enjoy it. Yeah. I forget what the concept. No, called. absolutely. Like it, it it's probably like I could I could easily see a reality where. Ghost Adventures is bullshit, you know, like, where that they have, like, guys that are, like, the other side of the door, like, knocking on it or whatever, but, um, you know, like, like why watch the show if you're going to watch it that way? No, yeah, for sure. Oh, well, you could watch it to make fun of it, what too, I'm because it's that, great for memes, honestly, yeah, because this, it, it's it's so funny, like, it's just, unironically, they're just, they're such ridiculous people, like, it's just great reality mm-hmm. TV. It's, so. I guess it's acting. 
too. I mean, it is acting, right? Yeah. A little bit, but like, I feel like I've watched so much of it that I really feel like they genuinely do, like, they, no, they no, genuinely that, that, do subscribe to these yeah. experiences. Like, yeah. I really do think that, like, Zach Bagans and, like, Aaron, the, the, like, his second, like, his right-hand guy, and, like, all those, the, like, the main four dudes of the yep. GAC, the Ghost Adventures crew, <laughs> um, I really do think that they believe in, like, all of that shit. Yeah. Like, for sure. Like, you, I really do. Yeah, like, if you, if ghosts... You were, can't do were, this for this yeah. long. No, no, no. And, and no, like, no, and be yeah. this this branded, this fucking hardcore, and be that big of a sellout. Like, I, it's just, there's not that much money in it. I think they believe in it. I think outside of the network and the capitalism side of making money and broadcasting as a show, they've probably had real life experience with ghosts. Like, I think they really believe in this shit. Oh, yeah, it's right there in the intro. But what I'm also saying is to replicate it to a point where you're able to shoot a show around it and yeah. have it be so scheduled and so, like, you know, it. Some if you're shooting anything reality TV-wise, it's going to be planned out. Like, Man, I'm doing, like, the, all those Trump faces where I'm like... Like, it sounds like a skeptic over here, you know? Dude, I'm, I'm like telling he, you, any anytime there's... Some people believe a, in death, they're gonna stretch, don't, you They're going to stretch shit. I'm not saying it's not real, but I'm going to I'm gonna say that certain things are stretched. It sounds no, like a skeptic bro, to me. It's Discovery Channel. We know it's... Okay, so... No, I no, didn't no, know what, that I was going to be sharing a podcast with a couple of skeptics. What gets me is... What, probably the best ones. The mo Okay, so the hardest shows for them to get footage, Ghost Adventures... Easy. You have somebody in another room, drop a pin. Perfect. The show's dialed. We got their scene. Yeah, but the That's thing the is, is when they hear like a noise, they they like they immediately rush to where that noise is because their whole thing is like, is somebody like, is somebody like messing around? You know? Yeah. Am I allowed to curse on this podcast? Uh, uh -huh. They're like, is somebody freaking around up here? You know? So they'll so like they'll run right around. Yeah. They'll run right up there. You know? Yep. And they'll say, you know, like who's in here? You know? And if they catch someone, they beat his fucking ass. They fuck him up, and it dude. happens a couple times. But the but the easiest shows for them to do, okay, the easiest, the easier shows are the shows like that and the Bigfoot, where you can just let oh, a yeah, noise the production happen. I mean, like it it costs next to nothing to make. Yeah, right. Like it, it's kind of a bitch probably for them to go to like to site to site, and then like with you know no it's I, travel half that the cost of that show is travel. I mean, Brandon fucking oh yeah, and, and the other do, thing but. too is they've been doing it for so long, like you actually kind of run out of like areas like sites to go to like where they've kind of gone like they've done the like the return episodes or like return to xyz asylum or whatever and then they they've kind of like gone back like three times and it's like you can't like re-re-return you know like you need yeah. to kind of and then they did that like house calls they had like a whole like offshoot where they did house calls and they would go to people's houses that said oh i my house is possessed by a demon or you know whatnot but that like you know that like that that didn't feel as believable because like you went there and like is you know people kind of seem like flakes when they went to like you know like old like hospitals or sanatoriums or stuff like that i mean like yeah this is creepy as fuck like i can totally buy that outside of the creepy backstory or whatever you know outside of the creepy backstory what percentage of the time if they visited a place would something actually occur while they were filming at that place that's a good question i feel like Probably 80% of the time they would get like some piece of evidence, but then like maybe 40% of the time it would be some evidence that was like, that's kind of solid. And then like 15 or 20% of the time you're like, that's kind of that. Like I could hear them pretty clearly saying like X, Y, Z or whatever, you know, like, 
every now and again they catch something that, you know, maybe even if it is fabricated, but like, let's say that it's not. Every now and again, they catch something where I'm like, well, that's pretty, like, I hear that pretty clearly, you know? And I like to buy into that because, you know, like, why, you know, why the fuck else are you watching the show? I think that's an important note to make, though, is that they actually do have some kind of recordings that's and stuff that are like, yeah. wow, like, yeah. this is almost surprising and how much And even if you of, hate yeah. them, there, there is like, there is like a yep. small percentage of stuff that's like, that's like pretty, like pretty decently, like, like, that's pretty creepy or like, I can't really explain that or... You know, they said he says this sentence and you can hear it like kind of clear as day. It doesn't happen every episode. Yep. Um, but there there's instances of that, like for mm. sure, you know. But there's also like a if you go looking for it, you're gonna find it. Yeah. But I kind of yeah. believe in that, you know, like hundred percent. Like I believe in like the Irish belief of like, you know, like after somebody dies, like there's like three days or when they're tied to like, you know, like the earth the closest and then they move on because it's like what like, you know, like you die and then it's like, you know, sometimes they go to some of these places and they're like, oh, it's a nurse that used to work here or it's a guy that was in the sanatorium and it's like, so you're some crazy bastard and then you just die and then you just have to fucking haunt this fucking horrible yeah. place Yeah, that was like a super negative experience. Oh no, they're fucking, if it's like, real, it You can't just the move ghost, the fuck bro. on. It's like, no, you gotta like hang around and like, you know, <laughs> give EVPs and shit for yeah. these douchebags with like really hard hair. You know, like, I always thought that they would, like, move, like, you know, that they would be like, okay, after he dies, there's, like, a point where they're still tied a little bit and some spooky stuff can happen. But after that, they move on, whether it's, you know, whatever, whatever it is, however it deals out, they move on after that. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's a pretty bleak existence to be like, okay, well, you know, I was an orderly here and it's, like, now I'm, like, tied to this place. And sometimes that's, like, their story is, like, oh... This guy worked here, and now he haunts him. It's like, what the fuck? It's like you're just. It was like a minimum. It was like a minimum wage job. Like this is where you work. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. That's significant. But but so what I'm trying to say in terms of and it could be that significant, but still, it's like you got to. Well, he's like a fucking. He's like if it's like the innkeeper, it's like well, you spent 30 years in the same building. I kind of get that. Yeah, if you built it by hand, I could see you know you poking around here and there, but it's like still. What's the just? How much do you have to work somewhere for you to become the ghost of that place? (laughs) That's the question. And is it arbitrary where it's like you've worked so many and you just wake up? And then you just have to haunt If you, you work like, more than 4,000 like, no, hours yeah. at the fucking local. Oh, if you no, work more than like, like, here now. Two, I'm bound. Maybe three. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. fucking yeah. bound now. Yeah. Two, maybe three. Two, maybe three. Yeah, yeah top, for top, sure. So. But, That's um, decades. Yeah. Decades. Decades, months, years. Like, for sure. But, uh, yeah. But the reason I asked you, like, the percentage question is, like, as someone that is in production, like, Skeptic. for me, the authenticity could be valued by are there episodes where they show up to somewhere they think's haunted as shit and they capture nothing that is spooky and they're like, damn, well, we came here this day and they said it was scary and we didn't get anything. <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, you could be super cynical and look at like, you know, okay, so what are they going to do? Lean into no evidence? And honestly, that that was the whole thing for um, Ghost Hunters, if you guys remember that, like on sci- back when like sci-fi was like a Oh, a yeah, channel. yeah, yeah, we watched both. So they would do this thing where they would actually go up to like people's houses and they go, okay, like every time I go down in the basement, I hear this knocking sound. Yeah. And they would go and they would look and they'd be like, oh, actually... Uh, you know, like the way that your pipes or that your, you know, water heater is set up, you know, when you like run the sink after a couple minutes, when it drains out, it creates, you know, whatever the hell. And they would actually debunk a lot of their stuff and say like, Hey, the actually you're not haunted at all. So that, that's the opposite end of the spectrum. If, if, if anybody has, you know, like ever hates like, you know, like, uh, ghost adventures, like watch ghost hunters where like, 
I remember like tuning in for that. I think it was like Thursday or Friday nights when I was no, younger. No, I did too. Ken. I watched it too. Yeah. yeah. And there would be episodes where they would catch some stuff and you'd be like, wow, that's creepy. And there'd be other episodes where like, there's nothing here. It's an insulation problem. And you're like, well, that's great. Like, what a super sick use of my, like, it was like 45 (laughs) minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. But like, but, you know, when they would find something, you knew they would be really like certified platinum, you know, stuff. Um, But there would be times where they would say, like, this is just faulty X, Y, Z, and that's what's causing this. Or you have this, you know, the the way that the fridge is set up against the wall that creates this rattling. And that's why you hear those three knocks, you know, at like 2 a.m. in the morning and you think it's a devil. (laughs) You know, or something like yep. that. But that's almost kind of cooler because it helps you, like, you know, kind of relax a little bit, you know. Or even if it's, like, I think I saw a statistic where they said a lot of um, homes that were traditionally haunted, when they checked them out, there was actually carbon monoxide leaks. Uh, so it actually creates, mm. like, this effect where mm. if it's at a low level, you hallucinate and you hear things that aren't there. Oh, or, okay. Um, and those happen to be in older houses where, like, they have, like, lead outdated, paint, yeah, outdated stuff like that. Yeah, yeah and lead paint's a lead huge paint, thing of yep. it, absolutely, too. Um, so, like, that can actually factor into it as well, where, like, you hear, like, the little things, and then, um, you know, the human psyche kind of fills in the blanks where it's, like, if you think that it's an old house and it's haunted, and maybe there have been some factors biologically that have caused you to hallucinate, you know... Mm-hmm. Your brain's going to fill in the rest if you're kind of like um, susceptible to that, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, um, so that's how you can kind of like, you know, like maybe that's if you want to be super cynical and be like, it doesn't exist. That's how you could explain it away. Well, so what I'm trying yeah. to say to you, Jack. But still, there's some crazy stuff that like, I don't know, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm not cynical. I appreciate entertainment. I appreciate We mystery. know who's cynical in this podcast. Yeah. So what, I, what I'm trying to say is I think these people that are hosts of these shows have had real life. Paranormal mm-hmm. experiences. Oh, absolutely. Kind of Especially but, but what I'm trying to say to yeah. you. Okay, say Z A K. So let me like Baggins. let me like put you in a situation. Say you're a showrunner or producer, and you have money invested in this show, and there's about 15 crew members that are showing up this day to this house to this place that you know is haunted, and you get there. And you've maybe invested fifty thousand dollars to pay this crew. Oh yeah, for no, the day. I, I get the money part. Okay, of it. so yeah, 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 and yeah. you get there and nothing is going on. And nothing happens. So yeah. what are you gonna do? Do you want people to watch this episode yeah. or not? What is what is in so, your mind as a producer? They to- did, they did they did a Halloween special that was live. Yeah. Okay, so like all the episodes are pre-recorded, right? So they did a Halloween episode that was live, and I remember I Ghost was watching Adventures how, or Ghost Hunter? Ghost Adventures. So I remember I was watching this when I was at Rowan. Uh, when I was at when I was away at college, and I was watching it live, and they did this Ouija board, and they they said, you know, like who is here? What is your name? Right? Yeah. And it was all live, so they couldn't edit it, and it was flying on the board, and it was like A C N E U W, and it was just like bullshit, like it wasn't anything. Yeah. And they would always just like have to cut away to commercial because like nothing would be happening, <laughs> you know? Or they had like, I think they had like, uh, they always go to Zach has like a haunted museum. So they'll go to like one of his artifacts and they'll be like, this is a hearted, like this is, this is a haunted, like it's a Dybbuk box. So it's like a, uh, like an ancient Jewish demon or something. So like if you open it up or if you agitate it in some way, there's going to be like a response. So they go like, I just, I just agitated it in some way. And now here we go. Let's watch. And like nothing happens. And it's like exactly what you're saying. When they don't have the benefit of being able to like post. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe some some free stuff does happen. Right. Yeah. 
but they can't like you know they can't like maybe put those moments together in a way uh, that makes it like it happen to no, rap. No, we didn't it's, actually. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, like, so when yes. it's live, it's like there could be some genuinely like, you know, like weird things that have happened. But like yep. over the course of like a four hour recording, it could be so far in between that it feels like nothing is. Re- yeah, yeah, that's why I use the really word stretch. Yeah. Like they're gonna dramatize it. Yeah. You know, it's so when they do that, you would feel day. them be like, oh, like you know, like they would do the the Ouija board. And it would make no sense, and they'd be like, oh, we're gonna go to commercial break, and then they would cut away no, because. Ju- they- I I have to bring up this concept now that I thought about it, which is the alternative concept. It may support this argument or not. I don't really know. But the fact that it's not necessarily a ghost, it's more that the structure itself has energy. Yes. And like a soul to it. And so and well, maybe, that's what they talk and, about a lot is that is that it imprints mm-hmm. in the in the in the structure. But it may not be an apparition of a, it, it may not be a a a, a, a present apparition. From a, it's a the past memory human of being. a yeah, yeah of a traumatic scar in time. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, or it doesn't have to even be traumatic. It's so just the fact that this place is so old that it has there's an energy to the physical. You literally sound like Zach as he explains it. That's so what he does. Yeah, but but that wouldn't be. So but I'm ruling out the ghost. You wouldn't personify the energy. You no, but that he energy? would use that as a positive argument for yes. the ghost. Yeah, yeah, but I'm but like you, you would say this say place without, is so yeah. old. Is all these people died here? It imprints this ground mm. with the spirits of these like civil war. Yeah, but stories. I'm leaving out the dying what part. What Bob's though. saying is there's going to be an energy here at place, but it's not Bob. You know, it's not just some random guy here. It's there's an energy that saves. Zach uses, Zach uses all of this as mm. ghosts actually are here. Am I right? Is that what you're saying, Bob? Yeah, He'll yeah, use all yeah, of your yeah. agreements. He's nodding his head to all your agreements, to all your arguments right now and saying, yeah, I agree with you. All of this energy is stored here, and that's why ghosts exist, yeah, because all of this energy is stored on, in. He's doing the, he's adding on. He's using that as evidence of the ghost. Well, sure, I'm because, saying that by well, itself. That's where, that's where Brandon's talking yeah. about comes in, where it's like, yeah, because he's not supposed to say, like, there's all this energy here, and who knows where the fuck it goes. It's yes. Ghost, it's ghost adventures. So he's saying all uh, this energy is, go, you know, like, so yeah, that's where, like, the, the carnival barking comes in, you know, a little bit. But at the same time, like... If you watch as much of that fucking show as I have, mm. you know, ironically, yep. you realize that he really does believe in all of that shit. Oh, he yeah. does, yes, like 110%. You're not going to guys... get a host that yeah. doesn't believe no, in it. No. And it works, it yeah. works better that way yeah. when he really does believe yeah. in that, have that you guys stuff, heard like, of, genuinely. Um, there's YouTubers that are doing this. There's many, but there's these guys, Sam and Colby. Have you heard of them? No. Sounds familiar. Modern Ghost Adventures. Um, but they are kind of like regular kid. Like, they're just kind of like young guys in their 20s. And just kind of like, we just ended up walking into these places. And we would just put the camera on. And then after the second one, we made a YouTube video out of it. And then people started following us. And then it's not the whole, like, it doesn't have as much kind of a, a diehard ghost diehard uh you know uh, ideology to it as mm-hmm. like a ghost hunters yeah um ghost. these guys these guys are pretty good i was gonna bring up a video because i think just getting these their kind of take i thought it was pretty good man like i kind of i i understood what they were not understood what they were saying but i believe them more than i believe the ghost hunters the guys these two i watched the joe rogan with them and i was pretty compelled to be honest like in compelled in the way that i was compelled by their honesty and kind of the objectivity rather than a ghost adventures where it's cut and it's like this needs so you're to be saying real. It was very compelling. It was compelling, yeah. but it wasn't compelling. I'm know? sorry we had to take yeah. a brief intermission, by the way. We're I fine. Had to We're fine. Mouse. Jack, we have post production. We already yeah. edited it out, so they're fine. Jack's the same. Okay. We're good. Jack's the OG. Dude, you literally saved an animal, dude. 
See, Brandon was like the Nazi that was like, <laughs> he was like, he has a okay. business to run, Jack. Like, you can't be, can't we're be both thrown. in the German military. And I was like, <laughs> and I didn't feel really okay with it, but Valkyrie, I was like, Valkyrie. I went with the consensus, but then I was like, I do need to save this mouse, even if he dies. Yeah. Jack, I, Jack actually saved a mouse. No, I I'm was just I was part of the mission, you know? It was uh, <laughs> it was something where I was like, hey, you know, this mouse... I go through the same considerations where it's like, I'm going to take responsibility for this, and then I'm ultimately going to be very sad if it dies, but it's just, I don't know, like... Yeah. He was in the same spot, and I just wanted to give him a couple pieces of bread and some water, and maybe I, I could just give him a... Maybe I can just give him a better start. Dude, unlike the ghost, you can't save a ghost. It's already in that dimension. A ghost mouse, is already dead. A ghost is already dead, but this a mouse, true. boys. Mouse and I don't, mean to, I don't mean to smear Brandon's good oh, name. No, you just smeared no, his rap, no, dude. There was no smearing. There was no, no smearing. No, we were going and honestly, that's like the right thing to do. It's just like, because you, like, you, you have the right level of detachment for that, you know, yeah. where it's just like, it's just the circle of life. And it's just like, see, for me, it's like, I'm like, this is my guy. He's my guy on him. His name is Daniel. Daniel. Ah, you personalize it. See, that's you the know, thing. Uh, but once you have, when you have, I got to say this, because when you have farm animals, there is a there is a less personalization to the animals when you have a larger quantity. I'm not saying that I do, because I don't have that many animals, but I, there was a time when I you had- You get desensitized to it, right? Yeah, and there's, yeah. like, if you have chickens, okay, so let me paint my picture. And I don't think yeah. that you, like, disrespect the animals no, or anything no. like that. Like, I, just, I understand yeah. that, but for me, it's like- I, I I have such a soft spot yeah. for like you know uh, you know you know what would happen you guys know what would happen if we give that mouse to the chickens right oh it'd be yeah quick. they're it'd raptors be, it'd be yeah, very they quick would rip it apart yeah. ha 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 you know yeah like, for real and and but I like I'm not saying that is it but when you have hens and you need the hens to lay eggs and you have a rooster who is fucking up their shit just like destroying their day just you know, on top of them, scarring them. Like my rooster attacked my hen and, and now she only has one eye. Like then you have, then there's a decision to be made is what I'm saying. There's just, there's a decision that you have to make. But and, then here's yeah. the consideration that makes me like a little bit antsy, right? Is that like you're in a position where you could drastically change the course of this being's trajectory, you know? Yeah, well that happens in the natural world. Yeah, 100%. That happens but what with would it? But what would it cost me, right? To just put them in a little bag? Yeah, but you're deciding how much you, it changes it because you wouldn't really know. And a little bit of water. This, this no, but you wouldn't know. This is my question. This is my question for Bob. What made your um, hen more valuable than your rooster? Ooh. What made my hen? No, no, it's very easy. Ooh. Zoom in on that. Mm. No, why? it's easy. It's what. The hen now we ask the fucking questions. Mm, I wish more people. <laughs> I wish more people <laughs> ask me these questions because it, it nobody does. Is your, just is your, it at face value. No, I, I get what you're saying. Like, like no, I can chickens are it. fucking ruthless, though, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. they're like literally like dinosaurs. If you go back yeah. a couple yeah, hundred million years, ask anybody who's close. Uh, well, maybe not anybody, but my chicken. Chicken is I mean, my favorite. They animal. eat their own young or something. Aren't they one of those? Yeah. So do bears. So do a lot of animals. Yeah. But that's wild, right? Where it's just oh, like I'm yeah. hungry. I'm just gonna eat my own. Uh... It's, it's so crazy. You guys, too. you guys have seen Nature Is Metal, right? No, no, don't do that. I don't want to watch that shit. I seriously don't want to. Oh, watch No, but that I won't. Shit. I won't oh, choose. I won't choose one that's. that's I don't want to like watch graphic. any of them. I think you pulled it up before. Watch I think I have seen. Dude. I don't want to watch fucking animals. All right, well, we, won't, we don't have to pull it up for the people. But when I, it's it shows you though the reality. <laughs> that's like the of only subreddit that you ever bring up. It's like your favorite <laughs> subreddit, dude. It's my favorite, dude. I no, it's it's. See, uh, I like public freakout. I like people yelling mm. and like. I like people fighting and trashy shit. I always wish I could be there in the background watching it. You know. 
you you mean when something like that goes down? And there's yeah, people, like, yeah, yeah, like, like a seaside video where they're like out exactly. hammering all day, I mean, and there's we, a guy who's in the street, and then a guy with a Segway we may that comes up, that. and he's like, "Yo, what's up?" And, and we may have like that, that this summer too. You I know? mean, bro, uh-huh. wait till you guys wait till you see what I'm doing for my birthday. There's oh boy, <laughs> we're gonna harden. Yikes! Yep, yikes is it, dude? Yikes. If we get one more contract, we're fucking balling. Out. Oh. Yeah, really. We've been doing good. We've been cleaning up shop lately. Been cleaning up shop, no thanks boys. to Brandon. We've I'm been all working. Nah, 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 no thanks to me. It's Brandon's right. part of the team. We can't go into the biz, dude. It's not. It's not the media. It's not the media, dude. We got to stay on the. <laughs> we got to stay on the important topics like Ghost what Adventures. What else do we have to talk about, dude? I mean, well, we have a lot of topics. Man. That was we got so them lined funny. Up. It was like Ghost Adventures just emerged out of nowhere. That was a topic. Yeah, that I was, love it, man. Right I, well, that. actually, so just I was about to Amazing wrap show, that though. up. Great show. I was about yeah. to wrap it up with these two YouTube guys. I I just want you to hear their story in terms of. Uh, them going at like seeing like the most haunted place. I'll hear it, but I may been. not listen. If you don't want to listen, you don't have to listen. But as long as you hear it, I'm. Ooh, hate that haircut. Yeah. Change that. Change that. Change that. Right. Both like in, in like individual experiences that have been insane. Like for me, for example, I went in Texas. Actually, there was a spot um, called Bowers Mansion. I don't know what city it was in. You it was a small, small, small town. town in Texas, and uh, this was one of these spots where nobody has ever investigated. Um, or with just like a handful of people. So we were gonna be like the first YouTubers to really investigate and like put it on the map. Um, and it had to deal with like, I think it was like a murder-suicide. Mm-hmm. Some guy like killed his wife and then shot himself. Um, and we're trying to like, especially this year and in the future, try to just put ourselves in more uh, scary situations so it never, you know, it's always like exciting and stuff like that. And so we, we're trying to do like more like alone challenges and stuff and just oh. things that like give us more fear. And so for this specific one, I had the challenge of like staying in the entire like mansion by myself. Um, And I was on the top floor in like a room which was deemed to be like the most haunted. Um, Apparently a guy named like Bernard had lived there like in the past and uh, basically was like stuck in a wheelchair his entire life and stayed in that room and would like only look out the window and that's it. And he died and apparently still in the room. See, can you pause real quick? So that's what I'm talking about with like these ghost things. It's like, so your whole life you're in a mm-hmm. fucking wheelchair stuck in this room yep. and your life sucks and then you fucking die and then you just haunt that room. Yep. Yeah. That's, but yes is the answer. That's, I mean, that's the idea for some people. For sure. No, but yes, there's no argument. <laughs> he just keeps haunting it, you know? Get out of my room. You have to be there 30 know? plus years and in a wheelchair. Before we all did like the alone investigation, the door as we were walking down the stairs of the Bernard room closed shut. And we were all like, wait, did you guys hear that too? Tragedy, that? he doesn't pronounce it. Burner. We run up there, Burner. it's completely shut. Bill. And so we obviously propped it back open. But since I knew that had happened before, I was just up there like asking questions to Bernard. And I was just like, all right, Bernard, if you're really up here, why don't you slam this door right behind me like you? Did for us and he just did. Me and you Dude. do it, and um, sure enough, like the door slammed right behind. There's me. a video. Like, the right pretty videos. Pretty good. So you're alone in I'm this alone. mansion. But it's the same. It's the same mm-hmm. quandary with Ghost Adventures. But it also is not a real connection with just you. shutting the door. Well, exactly. And there's also the fact that like you don't know what the kind of connection level is here like there may be there's just so many other factors that and the video's good Brandon like i've watched and neither do many I. of ah. the videos but this is what this is the characterization right like this is what we're buying like we're buying these people giving us telling us the experiences and that's it 
Like we're just buying that at the face value. Like you said, there's the post production, well, there's the was, team, there's the he money. You said it right in that. Clip. But you got to sell views. At you the said, end no, of you literally said it. You said we're trying to keep it exciting. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what yeah, we yeah, have yeah, to yeah. do. Yeah, <laughs> That's yep. good. That's yep. good. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. They, yeah. And he was like, well, "How do we do that? Well, we need to be more afraid. How do we be more afraid? Well, we're gonna do solo. It's got to be more insane shit yeah, happens in the lab. The stakes have to be crazier. Yes. So he's alone at the top. This is Mr. Beast of Ghosts. stakes. Yeah. Medium rare. You know, whatever. Like. Yeah. Throw all. Do you guys have you guys ever watched a Mr. Beast video? Oh, I never. You've never watched one. Don't please don't. I okay. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. No, good. I want to talk about this because Jack hasn't watched one. (laughs) Why? 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 I don't. I don't watch his videos. I'm not subscribed Uh, to his channel. Jack, this is the phenomenon. Yeah. Good question. No, I just want to know why Jack has such a strong reaction right now to Mr. Beast. Because I've just seen like headlines of, and I just don't understand what's like super entertaining of like uh, you know watching other people go through like a like a faux. Willy Wonka experience where somebody wins $50,000 at the end. It's just like, I could have watched that on the TV and I never did anyways. What do you mean? Watch what on the TV? So like the whole idea of like, I'm going to take somebody and throw them in a new environment and they have the chance to win a lot of money and change their life. You're saying one episode, like you're saying it using examples of one of the episodes. I feel like the only new thing about that is that he's done it independently, but it's like, that's been, that's been like a mode of like TV for a while. And it's just not really been that interesting to me for like a while. Yeah. But so why is it so much interesting? More interesting on YouTube. It's cash cap. Uh, it's Given cash cap of YouTube. Money. I have enough money to just throw it at people for doing frivolous challenges, and then they they blow, then it blows their minds because they're a barista or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's like that's the sum total of the entertainment to me. Yeah, and that's got you. and that's 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 a, that's that's a really true, negative. Though. That's a really really reduced version of it. But that's just how I feel. Like kind of it mostly is is that like it's just sort of like. I'm rich and I shower people with money and then the, it blows their mind because, and I'm not like looking down at yeah. that, but I'm just saying like, like it, like if I was in a Mr. Beast video, right. And I won some competition and then yeah. I'd be doing the same thing, but it's like, like, I just don't like it. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just like a weird, like sort of capitalist fever dream that like, that's like entertainment now is that like people, like you just throw money at people. You just like open a money bucket. On Here, top you're of blind. People, be not and blind. And then they start yeah. dancing around and freaking out. And that's like entertainment is like just filming them. It's but just, you like, know, weird... be, like you're going to test this. That's and, how and it, that's not that, what it all is. But no, you know no, what no, I'm, but saying? I'm saying? Like it's, that's, that's how it might look like that's how it looks right and right. now you can i know you can you know back this well, up but like that may be how it looks yeah. but it may not be how it actually is because it is independent but that's how it looks from a headline yeah well there's something way more deeply psychological going on in terms of the why do we enjoy watching people receive money you know that's a whole nother conversation yeah like the clearinghouse stuff right yes, where they yes, get the check yes, for yeah. life or whatever for, i could that could but be for mr so beast what, what makes him admirable and why people enjoy his content no no, no it's great i don't think that yeah, he's like okay, a bad yeah. guy like it no, is I'm admirable not, yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah. what i'm saying what what makes it a little different than just like traditional television because it's not a new formula you're completely right about yeah. that um he is someone that did not have a lot of money, like just kind of like someone that, you know, wasn't in entertainment or anything. He just yeah. wanted to make it. I think PewDiePie was like his biggest inspiration, like yeah, the biggest YouTuber in the world at the time. And uh, he's someone that's just taken everything he's received and put it back into his videos. And when it comes to TV in the traditional way, like, yeah, these are people that are probably veterans in, you know, television and they have their big houses and they have their money and they're getting a phone call. They're like, yeah, we might do a show next year. You want to be on it? Like 
the money's already there. This this guy took no money. There is no money that existed, and he just fucking made something happen. No, yeah, I mean that's YouTube. sick, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah, like yeah, no, you know, like, Jeremy Renner could like you know just like give like a million dollars to a family, and it's like you are invincible. In yeah, terms but you're of talking criticism. about a different thing. We're talking about a guy who we're talking about this one guy. That's all. Random like, not, from, a, not an actor. Random dude from North just Carolina. A random dude from North Carolina. Yeah. We're just talking about one guy. Who the I'm just saying the if you look at it objectively, it's impressive. If you look at the whole thing, if you look at the headline, it's impressive, or the, or but is topic, it entertaining? Yes. Well, no, that or we talk we're talking about two different things. Like then. that's what I'm saying. It's like I'm just okay. not interested in it. Yeah, no, I'm we're that's more fine. talking about the human being, like the yeah. person who made it happen rather than the videos. It's it's themselves. like Wheel of Fortune with less steps. I'm no, but dude, the the uh oh shit, what was the biggest squid one game? that the Squid Games one was way more steps than any I mean this was bigger production, more money, more everything than any TV they show used that's CGI ever been for the yeah. Squid Game video. But like, if it's yeah. just a gigantic production that's independent, does that really make it worthy of merit? Well, I'd say if it's well, good. Like he's not a studio. No, no, no. He but just, for he just YouTube created videos? all this on his own. But I'm it's saying, like, but he I never didn't start it. at that level. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no. For YouTube videos, this that is level. insane. For YouTube, he started and doing way lower budget too. shit, and has worked his way up to these, you know, yeah. high production level. But then things. it gets reciprocated, right, with more views. Um. Well, so this is what if you, you know, I watch a podcast with him uh, multiple because I'm trying to learn like. About how to talk. Like, like this is the thing. It's like, how videos. do you get like fifty people to do ridiculous shit? It's like yeah. you attach a huge fucking cash prize to it, yep. and then you you spend like a hundred plus grand on constructing like a huge set, yep. and it's like that is a gigantic expense. But it might not work. That's Absolutely, the fun part no. But I agree yeah. with you guys. That's a huge yeah. expense. That's production value that is very rare for YouTube. But it's yeah. like for me, is like that like. Really entertaining. Yeah, but you're it's saying like, subjective yeah. entertainment, though. That's what you're talking about. Well, well for you, I, well, no. Well, when people, yeah. when people's minds get blown by it, I'm yeah. like, I, I wonder what. But that's really why it's subjective to you. Yes, exactly. I that's feel, your own like opinion based on your experiences of entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I, and but like inter- a knockoff of Squid Game, and it's like I didn't even see Squid Game. The, so then it won't work for you. The, well, no, yeah. that's not quite it. I'm saying yeah. like the, the whole thing being based off of like. Well, like my whole channel is that like I do things like on a level that nobody's ever seen before. Yeah, but that's not what he's saying. No, like I think no, but that's a different. He he, that's not like an advertising point, but that's a differentiator. Is that like he'll create an entire arena that will simulate X Y Z some sort of trend that's going on right now. Yep. Yep. And then he has another. No, this like, is the simplified version. Of yeah, that's what the, I'm saying. Like, of like, the thing if itself. I yeah, if yeah. I can create this is something, not the thing. You're not explaining his videos. You're saying this is the if you would simplify it down. This if is what I had he's like three hundred thousand yeah. dollars to make something dope, it would be dope. Yeah, like that, that's uh, what I'm saying. Well, like to, like, make, 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 your to money make like back, a video yeah. and get like twenty yeah. people to participate yeah. see, like, in something. I think. Like, see, that's the thing. Is like you got to think about like that's. But think you about it, you attach not, a 10,000 yeah, yeah. cash prize to something. You could get yeah. 20 people to do a lot of yeah, fucking crazy shit that could be entertainment. That doesn't mean you're making your money back. Because I'm looking at, uh, like I said, we're back to the person and the business model. Not the entertainment. That's not what I'm talking about, people being attracted to it. Obviously, people are. I don't are. think the ROI yeah. is as strict, where it's like, I think really with that, it's just with Mr. Beast, like his, I think his like brand is that like trying to get more and more eyeballs and trying to grab headlines. I don't think he looks at like everything like is like a strict ROI is like what I put into this set and what I paid for this cash prize to get back in terms of like eyeballs and like advertising. I think part of the brand is creating yeah. a gigantic spectacle and that's mm. what that's what brings people in and that covers the the general expense where it's like he's yeah. on track to be yeah. the first like billionaire based on YouTube and it's yep. like, yeah, like all you have to do is like you keep getting more and more money from last the last thing. It's like yeah, I'll throw three hundred thousand dollars to create some mega pool party or X Y Z or some like 
huge blah, blah, blah. My point blah, is that, that he doesn't that, actually that represent the money. a trend that's going if you, on right if now. Because if you look at, um, if you watch his, vi- like, if you watch his Well, he podcast, does make a lot of money. He's, he says to be a billionaire but when, based if you, off of that. Yeah, but that's va- that's net worth, not cash. But if you, yes. if you but look still, at. still, I mean, you're talking about hundreds oh, yeah. no, no, of millions. No, no, but I'm not talking like about level that. of wealth that, like, nobody ever I understand you're on the billionaire concept, but that's not what I'm talking about. No, but hundreds of millions of dollars is insane, Totally get it. I'm just saying. Like, that's. I totally get you. You could give me 10 lifetimes. I'd never make $10 I totally get the billionaire concept of this i'm I would, trying to I would have more yeah. uh hope in you than that jack yeah but, no for sure but no what i'm saying is that if you look at if you look at what he says now if you don't like maybe this is not true um but what he says is that there are videos where you know he spends the money he does three hundred thousand dollars five hundred a million yeah whatever million, it is yeah and then they don't make it back like that's just that's just business right and so and i'm not saying well that's that what he, he says too yeah exactly so you need to take this at you know if you want to take it at face value take it but at, and whatever value you want to put on that anecdote or that excerpt of him talking about it but i understand that where it's like you're putting so much up you may not some you don't make it back some you kill more than you thought you would that's the game yeah, that he's miss. playing 100%. yeah no I, i'm with you on that. that's the game yeah. that he's playing sure. and so if that's yeah, it's the not, model it's not 10 out of yeah. 10 yeah, yeah it's not 10 yeah, out of 10 if that's the model it's like there's but i, I yeah. think the general i think the general like idea is to do like is to keep ramping it up more and more and as and as his net worth inflates more and more, it's like why not? Okay, like if now twenty thousand dollars doesn't make me blush, fifty thousand, hundred thousand, it's like we're making them bigger and bigger, and we're outpacing every other piece of competition that could ever exist. Like now that becomes his brand is like I'm the guy that goes there. You know, like yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. That's what I meant by is that like you know nobody nobody else. I, I like maybe even in YouTube history, I think you could say like yeah, nobody else really goes to like the level in terms of like creating something that like mimics like whatever a trend is or like you know like for yeah. um uh squid game like you know like recreating all of that yeah. and then getting everybody there and like that is like that's like a whole team like a whole set and everything like you know maybe it's not worth a hundred million dollars but that is a lot of coordination and stuff that like you really don't see like anywhere else yeah. and then at the same time when he does that and, and it's that, one guy which is yeah. crazy and it's well one guy right yeah well one but guy he, d- he does that and that's but that's his, an elon and that's his, one guy but and that's his really, content yeah. too but at the same time like that like really sh- that like you know it also bolsters the opinion that like well you know mr beast like you know folds his fans into his content he's a super good guy and he gives away money but it's like at the same time he's setting up this whole and i don't mean to make it sound sinister yeah. but it's like it's sort of like like I'm the guy that bankrolls American Gladiator, right? And it's like mm-hmm. I'm giving all of these athletes and ex- like a, a a path towards fame, you know. And I'm and I'm I'm creating Which all this good. entertainment Which and stuff like that. But at the yeah. same time, I'm making a lot of money off of it. But they like it. And they, all of the content it. is generated by yeah. the American Gladiators yep. and 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 you know people, and then generated by ticket sales and all that stuff. So it's like, yeah, you are facilitating that, but. That that's what I'm saying with like Mr. Beast. It's not like a malicious thing, but it's like yeah. people go like he's such a good guy, and it's like, well, we can like examine like, like maybe not the capitalist angle, but it's like you know there is a business angle of this where it's like his brand is sort of creating this gigantic gamut of like people, and it's like and all of the, it's not Mr. Beast content that they look at. It's sort of like a gigantic spectacle and other people participating in that content. Like yeah. it's sort of like I organize an X Y Z an Iron Man a 4K whatever the fuck it is, right? Like that's kind of Mr. Beast's thing is like I I rented out a stadium and then I got people to all uh, fight like gladiators with foam swords, but it's not Mr. Beast. It's like it's it's the yeah, fact it's the that culmination he of the whole created something thing. that nobody else could put up the money for, yeah. and got all these extra people to do it because he has the fan base. But that is cool, and that is something that's unique and different, and he's yeah. and he's leveraging that. But yeah. 
at the same time, it's like, you know, it doesn't make it for me. It doesn't make it like, like where I look at Mr. Beast and I'm like, he's such a talented creator. You know, I just look at him as a great facilitator. Like, a would you consider operator. him ta- like talent? Would you use the word talented? Well, this is the word and that I would use and what I think people are, why they're most attracted I think I to him. I Sully though. Yeah, yeah, um, no, I get yeah, yeah. Outside of, so outside of all the cash and the money he's given away and that's what makes him so attractive, like you were- I don't mean to make it sound say. cynical too. No, like, no. Like, I, I think he does want to like help people no, and like entertain them. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. your angle's completely fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the other side of why he's so successful is his transparency, authenticity, and honesty. Like, and who knows that you that, won't get from yeah, a I don't TV want to get dunked on on that. Right. Like no, no, I, I get that yeah, he does yeah, actually yeah. try to help. He does right. want to help people and, and that part's cool. But not know? even the philanthropy. I'm talking about like how I, you saw how critical I was when we were talking about ghost and production, how things are, mm-hmm. what Which separates, I hated. I what hated separates him from production and television is he is very honest when it comes to when he does a video, if something doesn't go right, that's how the video is aired. He doesn't redo some shit. Like when it comes to, um, Say he gives away money, he gives someone $50,000 and they're like, thanks, bro. You just gave away 50 grand and the reaction you got out of that dude is thanks. Like he's talked about it on podcasts. Like you give away money to people. Sometimes they don't give you this super entertaining reaction. That's wild. That's going to make 50 grand. Uh, you're like, that makes a like great clip. You, you know, you're trying to f- create views and, you know, um, make something that's entertaining, entertaining. And you get someone that, I mean, you, if you're like an in-between period of your life, that's life changing money, you know, 50, yeah. 50 oh, K or even 20 K yeah, or 10 K. I mean, even 5 K. Dude, I mean, shit. Right. Would, but he's not that like, would set us he, all up. Apparently, well. I don't know him, but apparently the idea is this, he's not the guy that after that reaction takes place, he's like, yo, um, actually that wasn't the best, you know, could you do that again? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's the react, that's what's yeah, going on yeah. YouTube or it just won't air. Like yep. he's talked about how he's had videos that he's invested over a million, like $1.1 million yeah. into a video. And he told someone, uh, ah, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to post it. Yep. Why? I didn't like it. Like. If he doesn't think it's entertaining or good content, it's not going on his fucking YouTube page. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Ludwig. He's another YouTuber. Yeah, no, I know you're talking about. Yeah, so Ludwig did a Mr. Beast video, had a very small role in it, maybe featured in 45 seconds of the 15-minute video. Ended up being a video that was posted on Ludwig's account. It is the most popular video on his YouTube channel. Mr. Beast told Ludwig, hey, um, yeah, that video you were featured in, you know, I spent a million dollars on it, but I didn't like it, so I'm not going to post it. And Ludwig just put it out there as a joke. He's like, well, I'll post it. And he's like, all right, bet. So Ludwig posted Mr. Beast's video that he didn't want to post. And now it's like 13 million views on Ludwig's YouTube page. And that actually uh, adds to the point, too, of like the audience is always right. Like, it's like that's the good thing about Mr. Beast, where it's like he's totally down with being like, yep, I just didn't hit. Or he in this case, he's down with another guy being like, let me try. And yeah. then he tries, and then right. how, <laughs> you see what happens. Yeah, how many know? companies are trying to entertain us at this very moment? Yeah, I mean, nobody. It's entire like okay. Well, actually, this is a good. That's a good example. So, Disney. I don't know Disney. if you guys know about Disney. What they're doing right now? Wait, Disney. They're cutting billions. Yes, yeah. they're cutting Marvel. They're cutting their franchises. Well, Marvel needs they're, to be cut yeah. back, and you can't have seven Ant Man's. You know what I'm saying? But Marvel needs to be cut back. So, but that leads to the fact that like. They are. They want. They would love to do with an what an individual creator is doing, but they don't want to tackle the YouTube and the internet space yet. Yeah. Because if they did, they would be there. They're doing the streaming because they're like five years behind everything. So it's like, okay, cool. Let's get let's get our streaming package down. So you pay us a monthly fee. Then later, they'll be on YouTube in five years, five six years. 
But to do what one guy plus obviously his entire production team that he's yeah. hired and managed and built over the years. It's like us building our thing where it's like we got this editor, but we went through the hundred to get it. He did that, but like 10 times faster. Plus the video started gaining traction when he stood, you know, after a certain period of time and he leaned in. Mm -hmm. But these big, you know, larger companies, especially like Disney or a big entertainment company like that. There's, they would love to have a piece of the YouTube and they're seeing an independent guy doing. I think that is really for me personally. Uh, you know, as somebody who just makes videos in the fucking garage, it, it is not like it is inspiring, you know, yeah. and it's less of the uh, this could be a trope that like we've seen on TV or something like that. So like, what entertainment... have you watched Mr. Beast video? Yeah. What was that? What have you watched Mr. Beast? Video? When? Yeah, I think the last one I watched was the blind one. Did you guys see that? Yeah, he made uh, people here. That was one. And then he put out a video where he made people see. I think there was a second blind one. He made people. Yeah, yeah, so that was the last one that I watched. I think I've probably I don't know how I mean, it, like yeah, the, yeah. the framing, right? That yeah. he's like Christ like that he put his palms on their yeah, eyes and he made him see. He gave but, him like, but, what, no, like but that's not but like you I know you that you're making a joke, but it's like he literally just brings the doctor in, pays for the ten thousand dollar surgery. And like he fixed their he fixed the blind. Like the, the video <laughs> yeah, might have been that's like That's what I'm saying is that like the PR makes it it's mm -hmm. like I, like, but you, there is you, no you PR. Have Elon Musk, There's no right? PR. So, like, no, there is. He's, have, got have, oh, he's got a PR. He's got 150 employees at this uh, point. So he's got yeah, PR. You have big. a pocket yeah. reality, right? Where Elon Musk doesn't give a fuck about Twitter and he takes that $44 billion to just like, you know, devote to philanthropy or, you know, to set up some sort of, you know, thing where he can take 15 people or whatever and change their lives completely or, you know. Yeah. X amount of people that are in some sort of situation and completely like, you know, change their lives. Like, I just feel like the thing with like Mr. Beast is that like, it's very common for people that are in like those levels of like wealth to be like, well, yeah, you could just like be incredibly philanthropic and then all of your, like you, you, be, you basically become bulletproof, you know, yeah. where it's like, you can either lean into like, you know, the dark, like the Sith Lord, you know? And you'd be like, I'm going to try and take over stuff and change things. Or you can be Bill Gates and donate, and then nobody can ever criticize you for anything. But that could also be kind of like a sinister move, too. But not even sinister, but it's just like, like, does Mr. Beast, like, even, like, 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 I, you know, like, is Mr. Beast funny? Like, is, you know, like, like but is what's that the your draw? metric, though? Like, but is that what your is metric? What's the draw other than, like, yeah, but nobody Jack, else it's puts not up those for bills, you. We just named two of the it's draws. It's not for you. Like, that's not the argument that but we're making. Like, like, I feel like the draw is, like, is, like, is, like, if I had, if I was, like, yeah. a, if I had, I don't um, think he can understand If I had, like, $200 million dollars to deploy, right, and I just yeah. started a YouTube channel, yep. and I'm, like, I'm going to take $2 million and, like, you know, build an amusement park and take, like, you know... 20 people and whoever blah 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 and does this and like and do like yeah. a like a backyard like uh like what's this thing where they jump off like the balls and they and they wipe out yeah wipe yeah, out yeah. like a backyard wipe out thing right like yep. i just feel like that's kind of what it is it's just like if somebody has the capital to put that up they just like create this thing and then they're like well this person gets this cash prize at the end and then the and then everyone and then the public broadly is like this is a great person. Yeah, but and not, I'm not saying that you're the public, Jack. You're but the I'm public. not saying that he's like a great person. Yeah. But it's just like I don't understand what's like particularly entertaining. Uh, we just spent um, yeah, thirty yeah. minutes. Uh, yeah. How, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. The first point you brought up. Yeah. But that's large what I'm saying of, is the big differentiator. We can't talk over each other. We can't talk over each other. It's not going to work. No, I'm telling. It's not. It's just the audio. It's the sounds like shit. Well, go we ahead. Try not to talk over each other. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah. The two points we've already discussed: large amounts of money being given away, super entertaining. 
the level of transparency and authenticity that he has. Yeah. That those yeah. are the two and the level selling, of capital. Yeah, from making videos in his fucking right. those. That's what's entertaining, Jack. Whatever. That yeah. is the yeah. answer yeah. to yeah. why. But who could put a money for the set? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The company. Yeah. Yeah. But that, but like, it, th- that th- the fact that you can finance, like, he kind of like, a, I don't know. It seems to me that he's it's kind renting. of the money thing. That's no, no, no. The, it to me, it feels like he's creating. You're saying you're not impressed based because he has the money to do it. I feel it. like he's just creating Wipeout, and Wipeouts existed for See, like. But the videos are way. Like we don't watch years. Wipeout, but I'll watch one. Of, if, I don't watch his videos. I'm I not just feel like it's Wipeout. I look at it and I'm going, that's way more impressive than Wipeout. One of the things that he's done that right? I think is a bit of a pioneering yeah. thing. Every single television show we've watched, the show cuts to commercial break. Ads yep. fucking play, and you go back to the show. Bro literally does his ads during the most crucial and entertaining parts of his videos. If someone is doing the wipeout and they're, say they're running through, um, you know, a friggin' room and there's like ice all over the floor and they got to run really fast. He is in front of them as they're running saying, yeah, Shopify is the best thing that you could ever. He is doing his ads during moments No, but he that- builds it into the script of the video yes. so that it's creatively uh, placed rather yeah. than just random. Hey, we got to cut the commercial. Which is funny because with uh, with Ludwig, um, I'm pretty sure he had done a brand deal with a company in that video that he didn't want to post and the deal fell through. Well, now you have a crucial point of the video yep. where you're talking about a company that now you don't have a deal with. Well, you can't post that video because you just spent 15 seconds of the most entertaining, like, the most crucial, crucial part of the, of the video, video is yeah. an ad that you don't have a deal with this company anymore. So it's not that yeah, I don't like Mr. Beast is that if somebody's like, I love Mr. Beast, I don't understand like what, yeah, like what you, I don't understand Jackie what boy. you hook it's into. A different generation, my boy. I feel like you're just watching you're not, Wipeout. You're not watching it. You're just These watching people, independent wipeout. I know, like, no, no, dude, I totally thing. get you, but I'm glad I, that you brought up the. Like that's the big this differentiators. Is, I can give yeah. you 50k like without yeah. even looking, you know, like, and I don't care, and I'll change your Speak, life, dude. I'm Willy Wonka. 100 percent is is Elon is Elon the modern Willy Wonka? Maybe he has he doesn't have a chocolate factory, but he does make electric cars, which is he does make cars. basically he, he doesn't he should have a sweets, dude. He should have a sweets, but uh, this is the last topic we can cover. But yeah. the. Just where Elon's at right now, dude. Just freaking out about a company that he bought a company that then th- that shows you. I mean, OK, so Facebook is search and destroy, right? I'm really surprised that they drop threads because Facebook is search and motherfucking destroy. They grab Instagram. They take it. They bring it into their ecosystem. They make it like Facebook, but just enough like Facebook that they can make enough money off of it to keep it going. Yeah. But they let you have enough of in the Instagram side. So you still love what you still you get your likes you get your comments you get your story views right that's why i think threads is so crazy because i i mean i didn't see this coming at all if you were to be like when's the who's the next company that's going to drop a social media i probably told you would have told you that it's elon would have dropped something new or something mm-hmm. right yeah. rather than yeah. it sucks right and so i think that's the um imp- or maybe not impressive i wouldn't say is the right word but um i didn't see it coming uh with threads because i did i thought facebook was such a search and destroy company that they would have just keep acquiring, acquiring, acquiring. But I don't think you can do that forever. I think you got to create every once in a while. And I was actually impressed. The thing I was impressed by was the way that they just dropped it out of nowhere and there was no hyper press. Well, you want to know why I think it was out of nowhere and why it might have been a reaction to something else that took place? So you understand the shift that happened from Facebook to Meta, how they, they now go by Meta. Um, they're no longer, uh, Facebook isn't the parent company Meta is and everything is underneath uh, Meta. Um, so meta and um 
what Zuck has been trying to do. If they've been doing that like um, cognitive or like virtual reality um, where, um, you know, you wear your headset and you've seen what they've tried to do. Yeah. Don't think it's been too successful. You know, I think he kind of yeah. fucked it up a bit. Um, and I think threads might be, have been a reaction to that failure in a sense. Well, you know, what's funny too, is that like, I feel like Elon has cooked up so much animus with like the general public that it's like, I've seen people even say that like, I don't even care about threads, you know, I don't even care about finding a new Twitter cause I already hate Twitter, but it's just funny to spite Elon Yeah, because it's so obvious through his like public posture that you know that this is like searing him so fucking bad you know for sure that like they have like all of this weird you know oh you know i think i could you know like maybe fight him or like you know they have like all that it's never gonna happen but they they, they're just like they're they're what sort of uh, musk yeah, they're sort yeah. of like they're sort of like Ooh, yeah, they're sort of like that. jabbing a little bit at one another, and then you see threads come out, and you know people are like already hate Twitter and want an excuse to hate Elon, and then they completely migrate to threads. Yep. Um. And but like you, you see people that are like, I don't even give a shit about threads. It's just about sticking it to Elon. And it's like, wow, like you've really fucked up. But how many term- people is that though? Like people using threads just because to stick it to Elon. Think about the people that are using Twitter. It's not you. It's not me. It's not Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. The people I mean, that are. are, you, I think on, the are pe- you guys on threads? Are you I'm guys on threads? threads. I think as of five days into the launch, they already had a hundred million users. I think people that use Twitter are you, people that use use Twitter, not you and me. They're yeah, still like accounts, diehards. But, you're saying, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you could say a decent amount of them are probably going to threads because they're not happy with Elon's governorship of um of Twitter. Yep. And why would you be? Yeah. He's been totally antagonistic to the user base. He's made all of it politicized. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the whole thing with social media is I understand what he's saying with like, you know, trying to, to regulate it a little bit because yeah, there is a lot of like political, there is a lot of, um, rhetorical work that goes into like social media, but at the same time you have to really, really be hands off. You know, it's like running a football team where it's like, if you own the team, you got to let the head coach take the players yeah. and the GM draft and all that stuff. Like it's always bad news is a rule of thumb when you have like an owner that's meddling too much with, with that stuff. And I think it's the same thing with owning social media platforms. You can have a broad philosophy on it, but it's like once you start getting really, really too hands on on it and you see Elon, like, you know, talking about like, you know, yeah, you need to sleep at the office. You need to really work. And then you just <laughs> see him shit posting like on Twitter, you know, it's like, it's just, it's really tough to like, you know, like I, I don't doubt that he's a smart guy, but I, I think he's just kind of like, you know, he's kind he of kind of asshole. wants you to have Stockholm syndrome a little bit. Like he kind of wants you to be like, yeah, Elon, you're the well, fucking he man. He wants you to like hook on to like, I think like his big thing is he, he wants to hook on to like a wagon of grievances where it's like, if, if, if you um don't like these sorts of people and these sorts of like arguments and this sort of like cultural approach to America, you also agree with me. And that's what I'm trying to combat on Twitter. So like that's been his general approach is like Twitter is too liberal. It's too politicized. So I'm going to try and go through and purify it. You know, like that's like, if you see any dramatic changes or whatever, like that's like him firing up his flare and saying like, Hey, like if you see any dramatic changes or whatever with like, you know, who's verified and whatnot, Mm -hmm. just let you know that like half of the aisle should support that because I'm trying to make this like a real free. Can I ask you a question about this though? Are his changes 
do they spread across the board in terms of who is positive and negative about his changes? Like who actually benefits from the changes? Like good changes versus bad changes? Yeah, like is there a group of people on Twitter that the changes that Elon made are for? Or or do the changes that he made benefit or benefit or not benefit kind of the group in a balanced way? Like is Twitter a group of people that are all on Twitter? Or are there subsects of Twitter and then Elon has catered to a certain subsection of Twitter. Has that happened or are the his change is so personal that for some people are like, I hate this change, but I do like this one. But I hate that one. Does well, that happen? personal because I mean he's 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 personally attacked journalists that and people that are critical of him. Um and when you wield a, a social media platform like that you can you can quite limit like literally limit the voice of people that, that are speaking out against you. I mean it's just Twitter. I mean of course you have other channels that you can attack or you can use. But is that this is that that's probably. But the thing I know is, that, yeah, with, the my only point with Elon is that it's just it, there's lots of examples of his ego being bruised, and and you can see very very direct correlations to how um, when somebody criticizes him, really kind of how that plays out mm -hmm. in terms of how he treats them later on, mm -hmm. um, and his sort of like position. So you can see them. it live on Twitter. You're saying, yeah, yeah, and and you see like a lot of people sort of say, well, like you know, Elon is sort of this, you know, he's like this very neutral arbiter of Twitter, and he just believes that this should be a, a very flatly free speech platform, and it's like, yeah, but you see a lot of free speech where like Elon's a fucking dick, and it's like that stuff is like not super cool yeah. because those are like liberals are trying to limit free speech, and it's like you see a little bit like the free speech. So it becomes like more personal, politicized than the it personal could definition yeah. of yeah. free speech seems to really, really run off of, like, what Elon feels that it is, um, which, you know, like, for better or worse, however you looked at Twitter, I mean, at least it was run as a company and not run by, like, kind of one person, kind of what their specific POV is for what would be acceptable no, speech. Yeah. And, and even whatnot. the CEO disagreed with some of the things that the company did. Yeah, and, and you could even look at Facebook, right? With like, the, you know, Zuckerberg has been hit. I, I think he even got fined um, in Europe because of, of, of you know, the way that they limited speech, you know, so he's not he's not the only. And they have Europe. He's not the only culprit. He's laws. not the only yeah. guy that's looked at his social yeah. media platform and looked yeah. at this as like yeah. a handcuff in terms of public opinion. Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, so he he's not unique in that, but it's interesting, sort of like how he gets like lauded as like a like a conservative crusader that he's like cutting through a lot of the bullshit. But I really feel like a lot of his bias and a lot of his ego really kind of, um, is it, sort of bared very like. Obviously, you know, you can see that like he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't have uh, a lot of patience for people he doesn't like yeah. and, and, and certain opinions that he doesn't like. And you can see kind of how he's evolved over the past few years. It's just, it just sucks. You know, I mean, I don't like Twitter, but you know, I feel like Twitter should not be, you know, really one way or the other. I mean, the argument for that, too, is the fact that, like, you can look at my social media and, like, know what I think, but you're also not going to realize, like, I try not to infuse my biases into it, like, because I try to be aware enough of the biases, so yeah. then I, because social media is not real life, like, what yeah. I put on social media is what is my version of my life on social media, not my life on social media. Yeah. So everybody's putting their version of their lives on there. So like if you can see it from a multi-billion dollar thing, right? CEO and you can actually look into their biases and see them clearly, then that's what people are saying, which is like this guy is not he is who he is. Sure. But he is treating even if he owns the platform, he doesn't even own that much of it. Even if he owns the platform, though, he is allowing the biases to openly 
be like I have my own biases, right? But I'm trying. I'm I'm like actively trying not to make decisions that affect other people on behalf yeah, of but them. You're in the wrong era, buddy. Yeah, no, for sure. But like, I mean, this whole podcast is, yeah, is a part of my bias. Acknowledging like, biases is, is like, I think probably the biggest point of abstention that, that people like lean into is yeah. that like, you know, I'm just looking for like, you'll see a lot of people that's, that'll say like either on the right or the left that'll say, well, I'm just looking for the truth. Like what, like what I've like, what I've like arrived upon is mm-hmm. the truth. It's not, um, you know, because of bias or because of any sort of factors that have gone into my background or upbringing or anything like that. It's because I've arrived on sort of like, you know, like through Providence, like basically the right path, you know, and that's, I think that's why you see a lot of obstruction in, in terms of our discourse, you know, today with our country is that like you see on both sides that, that people are just very entrenched, you know, and, and, and a lot of the, a lot of the discussion is on a national level where, you won't even see a lot of people that could maybe name their governors, right, or, or any sort of local, um, yep. you know, representatives. But they can tell you the last like tweet that AOC said or whatever, right? Um, you know, so you see a lot of that focus on, on on the national politics and not so much on like what people really care about. Yeah, yeah. and that sucks. You I know? know, I know the governor, because but those I don't arguments are the most toxic. Yeah. I feel you know, like yeah. those are the areas, like like you know, like. We could talk about trans stuff. Like we could, we could spend a whole podcast, the three of us, and talk about trans issues for like an hour and a half, and probably reach like a reasonable consensus. But for most people, they can't. Yeah. You know. And for most people that are battling each other. Yeah. On and, a, and you're talking about such opposite side. You might be like, you might as well be talking about the North and the South Pole, where it's just like a waste of breath. Where it's like, yeah, like really, we're never gonna agree on the. You're thing just reciting really, your right? points. Yeah. You're not convincing anybody. You're just yep. sort of like yep. reciting your points. You know, yeah. maybe yeah. just hoping that the audience gets swayed either way after they hear, you know, both sides of the of the point. But, yeah, but they yeah. want you to get swayed. Either How way. we were talking about Musk and, and bias, though. Like, look at the acclamation of Twitter and why it took place. You know what I mean? Like. How you were like, oh, is he like kind of neutral in terms of appeasing different sides, Bop, or is he like appeasing to one group? Like he's yeah. appeasing to he's so biased. Who was his Twitter followers? And before he to the supporters, yeah, the people that were like, yo, you should own Twitter before you own Twitter, and he was like, yeah, I might fucking do that. Like tweeted about it, and then he fucking did it as a flex. <laughs> now he owns it, so of course he's gonna apply his biases based on what people yeah. felt before he owned it, like. They were all pushing yeah. him to own it for certain reasons. I don't know what those gripes were or why everyone it was all was, political. Yeah, but they were like, yeah. That's bro. what I hate about it, you know? Yeah. Is it like somebody like that Musk that really um, sort of like his his public-facing brand is that I'm this cold, calculating intellectual, and he's just become so mired in um, political shit, yeah. you know? It's just it's just fucking annoying. It's just it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, even if he was far left, right? And he and he purchased Twitter with the idea of making of purging it, you know, with a left leaning bias. Yep. Still leads to the same outcome where advertisers just leave in mass because it's just so palpable that your bias, you know, is like he just doesn't get it. And when you're on a scale like that though, that's when you have to you think to about back. these things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you and that's when you would create a platform that you can't if you create a platform that you says you can't have it, a hand in it, is my point, I guess. Well, and yeah. if you create a platform though that says it does one thing, and then the reality of it is different, that's where the issue. That's yes. where like the Twitter fundamental and truth issue. Social, is. right? Like, are we yes. are we like yes. creating something yeah. that's just for conservatives? And, and if it is, so so it's becoming like the truth social of Elon. Well, it like the idea, or is maybe that, that's well, an the opinion. idea is that like you know there is like this alternative truth, which is like really the obnoxious like angle of like alternative media is that like well a lot of what you're being pushed through with these social media platforms is being manipulated by the government or it's you know it's just 
it's just so exhausting to listen mm. to those sorts of arguments. Dude, um, I got to be honest with you. That's why I watch Mr. Beast, because I don't have to think about any type of news. I don't have to think about Elon. But I don't you feel know. like that's like, don't you feel like that's That's like why a, I watch Ghost Adventures. Like, like the whole idea of, I just feel like it's watching like, you know, like, it's like a, this could be you, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, like your yeah. life sucks and you watch this and maybe you could be one of these lucky few that could get Jack, this. You we know, can all like reply marathon, to man. Mr. Beast's ad. Feels like running man. We can reply to Mr. Beast's ad and sign up for the thing and potentially get picked for it. All of us. That's called America, motherfucker. For somebody, and for somebody that puts so much legwork into your creativity. And and has has received so much the easy and part, has received Jack. so much flack <laughs> yeah. for from Reddit for creating right. The, the, you many, should you yeah. should look at somebody like that that just says I'm going to take a hundred thousand dollars and just just like create a fucking yeah. house. Wait, no, but if I second. had the hundred k, my man, we're making a video wait, of the wait, lifetime. We have to exactly. revisit. Yeah, we got to revisit. We have to that. revisit but, but, the, the yeah. noise that Jack just made because that was like some serious video that game fully. What do that the again? fuck? Okay, so it sounds like I'm playing. Do, no, 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 so you don't have to explain. The, just do the thing. No, 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 just make the noise. Can you make the noise? Yeah. No, no, make the noise. I have three hundred thousand dollars to create a big plastic house, a big plastic house, and and to hire all these people, and at the end you get you get fifty thousand dollars. Right, all these people, yeah, all good. these little, all these little builders, and then like at the end, all these people go through all this bullshit, and then I give somebody twenty five thousand dollars, and they go, "You're the best person ever." And I go, "I know, I am, because I built all of this, and I gave you all of this money." Thank you, Mister. And then Beast. all of those views give me five hundred thousand dollars, and then I buy the next house for a hundred thousand dollars, and I give. Should we turn podcast principles into that? Pac Man Jack. Exactly. Pac Man Jack. And then, and then I give the money to the people, and they're like, "You're the best person ever." And I'm like, "Thank you so much." And by the way, Pac Man Jack, Pac Man Jack, I just got a bunch of money from you. Oh, thank you so much for creating four episodes. Like, oh, that's all that money that I got. And here's five percent of it. Ivan, yo, if Ivan doesn't reverb that, dude, get them you're out. Get here's five percent of that I, money that I just made off of you running through foam pits and sweating, and and all, in four episodes. That's five percent of it, yep. and then here's the ninety five percent that I just made from all those episodes. Ready, ready, Brennan? All right, I need some Pac Man overlays here. I need some Pac Man overlays. All right, I would do it. But we're already over time. We're over time, guys. That was a shit show. It no, was, that, that was, was how Mr. Beast makes a typical uh, episode. <laughs> of his I believe in ghosts. <laughs> So I went into the house to the participants, and they could, and he takes all the rest of the money. But the door, they said he was in that room. He said he was. They said the ghost was in a wheelchair. Do you know how actually nobody's ever located uh, the actual winners? Like they disappear, and Brandon didn't know that. They're with all my socks. That's why you don't have to get caught up in the Mr. Beast scam. He's like, I give you twenty thousand dollars, but then I harvest you for your stem cells, which is roughly the amount of money that I gave you in the first place. And then you turn into a ghost. And you turn into a stem cell ghost. Stem cell ghost. That's the standard. That's pretty useful. No, but I get what you guys are saying. I mean, like, look, I mean, part of it's tongue in cheek, but you know, like my whole point with Mr. Beast. Uh, like it's good stuff, but it's just I feel like a lot of it's just throwing money at you know just making a big water yeah. park and being like I'm the wizard of the water park and it was like I thank you, you wizard you know that's my whole you. thing I, I get, get where you guys are coming from I so I don't want to end it no. on a bad note no I don't think we ended on a bad note no, no, no. I mean and have a sour note with uh, my guys dude you sour. don't have a sour note with us never sour okay never the sour. good thing about <laughs> this is negative energy. 
This is the podcast, man. You, we need to represent our sides. Wasn't it so funny how we hit none of the notes that we actually had? Yeah, but that's, that's the beauty. That's, that's, that's good. Yeah, well, the good thing about this podcast is that it's a shit show, and I don't have to make it really good and spend mm-hmm. all the time the time on it. We can just the enjoy ourselves shows. and have fun. And you know what the craziest thing about this whole thing is? Still, people who watch the whole thing, oh, yeah, and those are our fucking homies. You guys bro. are the best. These are the people that are just all in, baby. I love you guys. I love you guys. Much love. Lock them in. Lock them in, baby. Good podcast, brother V. Great podcast, it, baby. You guys know the deal. You guys got anything to plug, or should I roll us out? I'll right. roll it out. You got it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Bobcast. If you are on the audio version. That's Ivan cooking that up. Shout out to the Ivan and the team at Love Podcast you, Principles. Best, Appreciate you, brother. And if you are listening on the audio, make sure you follow on Spotify. Leave up to a five-star review. Same thing on Apple. You're going to subscribe over there. And if you are on YouTube, the YouTube version, there's going to be a little red button. Click that. It's going to make it gray. That's what we have to do to continue these episodes. Jack Gallagher, Brandon Ferrero. Thank you guys so much. Oh, yeah. That's what we do. Blast. We are on every single platform, even the ones nobody uses. All right, guys. Peace.